היידי היילנס, this is French Ash from Paris. When I'm not cheating on my wife or decapitating my mistress or eating my baguette in front of the Eiffel Tower, I like to listen to Sick and Wrong. Bring me my baguette, motherfucker! This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Happy Easter there, Wackerly. Oh, God. <laughs> so you have any big Easter plans? Just stop it. No? Yeah. You're not even, you're not even doing anything for Zombie Jesus Day? No. Oh, how was your Seder? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go hang out in an elementary school wearing the bunny mask? You're not going to... Shoving candy down your pants <laughs> for the gonna kids? You're not going to do whatever happens on a Seder that nobody knows about? I completely turned my back on Passover years yeah. ago. Are you because like... Passover's a horrible Seder. holiday. How's it going? <laughs> is that what well, that is? It's just weird anyway. It's like invite your friends over for a service and a meal. But it, what, you're talking gibberish. I have no idea. What that, you're that's talking. what a seder is. It's oh. a, it's you have a Jewish service and you serve food. Mm-hmm. It, it's not cool. Is it in the temple? No, it's at your home, oh. and you invite your friends. Like non-Jews go to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if every Jew's having it at their place, then who comes to your seder? Well, it's your family members, stuff like that. But oh. and then one person leads the Other service Jews with no family. It, it is so boring. But beyond that, it's a week long. You know, festival where you don't get to eat anything leavened. So you don't get to eat any bread or anything that has bread, no beer. Oh. I mean, it's, if you're a devout Jew that follows that absurd holiday, mm-hmm. an absurd religion, then yeah, you, you can't do it. You can't even eat anything enjoyable for so a week. So it's just like the Atkins diet? It's like, I mean, it, it's, it's crackers. You eat matzah. I think we discuss this every year around this Passover time, but in case you've forgotten. I never, I never ever pay attention. It never sinks in. <laughs> well, I'm, never, I'm not even paying attention right now. What but, did you just say? But the worst part about it, and I think this is why it's cruel and unusual, it's just when you're a kid and you know, they go through and they throw out your Lucky Charms, they throw out your Twinkies, and they yeah. throw out your Doritos. I mean, you have to seriously remove it from the premises. Wait, so a Dorito is leavened? Yeah, it's, it's a cracker. Nobody even knows what leavened means. It's it rises, it's dough, whatever, yeast, anything... Well, a fucking Dorito doesn't rise. It is a cracker. It's a whatever. The, the Jews no, wandering whatever. the desert did not eat Doritos. Okay, Wackerly, you're missing the point. arbitrary rule. They just don't like... It's like Lent. Like, your parents just don't want you, you eating Doritos. You can't have corn syrup. There's, you can't eat drink soda. But you can eat a cracker. You can eat matzah, a specific kind of cracker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> People, this is episode 220 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. You know, a lot of things have been happening in the news. And, uh, you know, here at Sick and Wrong, we like to stay on top of current events because, um, you know, we... we we're, we're a good news show, well-respected yes. news show. Yes, and a lot cur- of people- current events is what I call the local prostitute, <laughs> staying on top of her. <laughs> a lot of people, though, turn to Sick and Wrong to find out what's going on in the world. Right. And so, uh, you know, it, it couldn't even be a better, a better time scandal, but there's that scandal going on in the Catholic Church. I thought, hey, well, there's something newsworthy to talk about. But then I found something better. Uh-huh. Anna Paquin, 
just announced she's bisexual. Yeah. Now, there's something newsworthy. How does uh, what's his name feel about that? The true blood. Well, that's her. It's her. It's her make-believe boyfriend and her real-life boyfriend. Dude, that's more blood for the vampire. Think about it. Right. She doesn't expect him to be bisexual, does she? No, <laughs> but I work? mean, he's he's got. She's now he's got. You know, it's like if he suggests a threesome, she's like, sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I guess it's you're a right. win-win situation when your girlfriend's like, I'm bisexual. Mm-hmm. Now Anna Paquin is pretty dumb. Does she even know what she's talking? Does she even know what she's saying? You know, I think she was trying to express solidarity with the gay community. Oh, or something like that. But- I wouldn't put a pastor to be like, I like to buy stuff. I'm a shopaholic. <laughs> she's I not, don't know. She is not smart. Well, now she's playing a starring role in my masturbation theater. But that is not the most prominent news story that uh, we should talk about. I'd like to have a foursome with Anna and both of her breasts. <laughs> that would be a good time. <laughs> They're huge. There's something else, Wackerly. Something much more nefarious that happened in the news uh, this week. Uh-huh. Um, a much more malevolent topic that I think affects everybody out there who, um, and what who would that peruses be? the intertubes, who uh, you know, uh, maybe is a member of a social networking site. I think it's safe to say that everybody listening to this show peruses the tubes. Yeah, and probably owns a computer. Well, yeah. these people are affected by this topic. Thank God that there's news organizations out there that shed light on this, uh, this internet phenomenon known as the Internet Troll. Oh. I, you know, I had Golly. no idea. I had no idea that there were evil people lurking on the internet. Known as trolls until I watched this little segment from the Today Show. Oh, the Today Show. Hard-hitting <laughs> TV telejournalism. Mainstream, hitting Mainstream media. Emphasis on hard-hitting. I mean, seriously, they, they revealed a topic that I don't think anyone else had ever heard of. Uh-huh. You know, no one even could have conceived of the notion that there could be rude, evil, depraved minds on the internet mm-hmm. that would take delight, satisfaction, schadenfreude, if you will, yeah. in the uh, death um, you know, it's someone's uh, someone's daughter. Now, were you just watching the Today Show as you were getting ready for work, or what? You know, it's where uh, there's a few sites I go for uh, news. Today shows. Oh, one you of watched them. it. Good online. Morning America. You're probably the only person who watches online. Today shows like actually, a- I, I saw it on Encyclopedia yeah. Dramatica. They had the whole clip, but Matt Lauer interviewed some fat internet safety. Twat. I don't even know. I don't even know. And I think that, that's I think the proper terminology. Internet yes. safety inspector or something. It's it's, it's like this fictitious uh, uh, role like that, uh, that that someone came up with. I don't even know. Is there an internet safety commission out there that these people work for? Oh, if there isn't one, there needs to be one. Well, this woman apparently uh, does. You she know, have a yellow parka like a crossing guard. <laughs> A she big can pr- stop sign. She, she can protect protect those earnest minds from yeah. being contaminated. But anyway, Matt Lauer delves deep into this dark, foreboding topic, and uh, he uh, unveils the the internet phenomenon known as internet trolls. And uh, the Today Show ran this segment. It was a couple days ago, uh, and uh, they they talked about um, the recent suicide of a seventeen year old girl named Lexi Pilkington. And apparently she committed suicide, and her, her family set up a Facebook memorial or something. And the internet trolls just attacked that memorial and just left some really um, insidious. As you would expect if comments. you've ever been on the internet. Well, that, but that, if you only watch the Today Show, this is probably a surprising phenomenon. I think these is that people safe are to the, say? No, I, you know, and that's the thing. I think that what people don't get is Encyclopedia Dramatica obviously is like, oh, this is this is for the lulls. This is hilarious. You know, this this you know because. They are all trolls. Yeah. But people that, you know, people on the Today Show, I think, uh, you know, viewers of the Today Show, like your mother probably, 
She was probably genuinely shocked and repulsed oh, by the fact that there are people out there who would go and troll someone's Facebook memorial page. I'm just, am I going to get a call? <laughs> <laughs> I now, hope your mom doesn't listen I'm to this show. I'm a little show. worried. Uh, no, I, she doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> that's for sure. I hope she's not watching the Today Show, but she very well could be. I think my mom's at work. I mean, she doesn't slack off and sit around the house till 10 a.m. Like like you and me. <laughs> but, okay. She gets to work at like 7 a.m. Yeah, but what time's the Today Show? Watching. What time's the Today Show on? Who watches the Today know. Show? What's their demographic? Old people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the same people that read USA Today, same people that watch Matlock yeah. and Leno. My mom might be retired that sometime soon, and then she might be watching the Today Show. I, you know, I, I just wonder like what their, their demographic is, because who has never heard of an internet troll? Like, I mean, who has never, like, who, I just want to know, I want to meet somebody who it's news to them that there are assholes on the internet. Yeah, I, you know, I could probably think imagine that there's a lot of people who haven't heard the term troll i mean people who aren't on the net all day long fucking around most people are trolls <laughs> trolls non-trolls don't know about trolls but they have obviously seen like oh you mean when people make asinine comments just to get attention like even my mom would probably be like oh yeah i've seen that when you sent me that YouTube link of the funny cat, and, and, there was some guy making racial slurs. You mean, and I wonder what that was all about. Oh, that's called trolling. Even my mom would be like, "Oh, okay, I see what you're talking about." So, so I wonder. And, She's and, on this side of that cusp of like understanding. That so then, who does this? This the Today Show exploring the dark side of the internet. Who is this tailored for? Like, like some of my some of this? my aunts and uncles. <laughs> like they're a little <laughs> bit older than my mom and dad. That know how to use Amazon.com. Barely. <laughs> and still have AOL. They probably have like tons of shit that they didn't really mean to order from Amazon, but they like fucked up and they had to try five times to get the thing that they wanted. And they're not even savvy enough to like return the stuff to like get on Amazon and figure out how that whole process works. So they just maybe re-gift it or keep it around and say, oh, I really did want one of these, you know, cat trees or whatever, even though they don't have a cat. Well, brilliant, informative Matt Lauer, the, yes. uh, you know, the newscaster. Who used caster. to be a real journalist before yeah, he started working for the Day Show. When did he become like a feckless sycophant? When he oh. started working for the Day Show. And I think he probably I mean, makes he must like... He been offered fi- a lot of money. He probably makes like $50 million a year on that, make, hosting that show. So, Remember, he used to have hair, and now so, he's bald. So no wonder that uh, he probably has no qualms about making an asshole of himself look, looking like he's jerking off using a Wii controller. Well, yeah, and that's another side comment. I was gonna—I mean, every time I see a clip of the Today Show, it's Matt Lauer and Meredith Vieira, look, you know, playing with a Wii and, and looking like they're jerking off. But I'm not even as Im, as impressed by the fact that they look—they look like they're jerking off. I'm just like, why are they fucking playing Wii on television? And like, people are watching this, and this is like a highly rated network. Morning News program, program. Yeah. That's, been around, that's been around forever. It has like a storied history. It's been around for 40 years or something, right? People, if you're not in the know, we're referring to that clip that they played of Matt Lauer and <laughs> Meredith, uh, what's her name? Meredith Vieira. Meredith Vieira. She used to be on The View, and then she moved up from The View to the Today Show. Wow, what a promotion. Uh, they were playing Wee Curling, and it looked like they were masturbating. Oh, yes. It was a, and, they were uh, making reference to the curling. It became the viral all of a sudden. Right. But, yeah, so, so this is the, the caliber of news program that we are discussing here but, that we're referring to. When do they to. find time to fit in, like, an actual expose or, you know, investigative well, journalism piece? This piece is called The Today Show Family. Oh. And so what's funny about this is that Obviously, their goal is to remind people, to show 
showcase people who use the veil of anonymity to explore the darkest parts of the human psyche. But it, 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 it's funny the way they, uh, they present this internet troll. It's this like nefarious element. So we have a couple clips that uh, we should probably play and comment on and laugh on. But this is one of the funniest news clips, news reports that I think I've seen in a long time. So let, let, let's uh, move on to clip number one here. I love the way it starts, by the way. We're back at 808, and this morning on today's family, a cool new online trend that has been dubbed trolling families and friends in mourning targeted after a tragedy. NBC's Jeff Rawson's here with the disturbing details on this. Jeff, good morning. Hey, Matt, good morning. You wonder how mean people can be? Here's your answer. These internet trolls stop at nothing to cause pain. Nothing. Even terrorizing, grieving families. In fact, when a beautiful 17-year-old girl died recently... The internet trolls got busy harassing the people who loved her. She's a soccer star, a lacrosse star. And- so here's a typical news convention here. They, they, when they, whenever they play one of these like human touch mm. stories, it's like they always got to have that. There's that acoustic guitar. I believe that's called the music bed. <laughs> the the <laughs> music bed here. It's here's the acoustic guitar. I think that might be a lute. <laughs> Is it a loot? It's they a hired the dude from the local Renaissance Fair. He's not working very hard because it's not the summer yet. People, I encourage you to go to Google Today Show Internet <laughs> Troll and you can watch a clip for yourself because it is funny. But they show like a bunch of uh, you know, uh, f- you know, p- pictures of this girl Lexi Pilkington, <laughs> right? You know, at play. You know, just a carefree frolicking. teenager frolicking about. Little did they know she was going to commit suicide. And the internet trolls. I'm impressed by the fact that Matt Lauer, you know, who's I guess just the anchor of the Today Show, had to bring in journalistic backup with this Jeff, whatever his name. Well, is. I think they, I think he, I think the Jeff Ross or whatever this guy's name was, was actually on the scene. Yeah, he, he's he's in people's faces yeah. asking the tough questions because Matt has to sort of maintain his air of respectability and impartialness. Yeah. And a best friend to everyone. Lexi was a fun-loving, all-American girl. My angel. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl. She loved everybody. Everybody loved her. I wonder how many people week, said, Kitzer, get the fuck out to Lexi Pilkington. <laughs> That's not going to happen. If she's I'm already... talking about the Lexi, T- Lexi Pilkington Memorial fan Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. Lexi's parents found her lifeless. After a year of therapy, Lexi hanged herself inside her own bedroom. There was no suicide note, no explanation at all. When you get killed in a... That always sounds weird to me, hanged. Isn't it hung? But they always say hanged, and they must know better. No, I think like... uh, The Today Show, goddammit. You know, know a porn star is hung. I think someone who, uh, you know, dies from, uh, from hanging is hanged. Right. But, uh, you know, the thing is, it's like David Carradine. He didn't leave a suicide note. How come the Today Show wasn't saying, autoerotic asphyxiation affects us all? I think they probably did. Did they? <laughs> they affect one. all of us who are very rich and famous and bored. Do you like to masturbate? <laughs> new hobbies. Scourging the washed-up Hollywood stars of America. Killed in a car accident, you have an answer. When you get die from disease, you have an answer. We don't have an answer here. Soon. <laughs> what is that all about? <laughs> I think I think the dad was saying that. I mean, what what do you want her to leave a suicide note? It's like, Dad, 
I, or I killed myself because my dad's a fat, ugly fuck who beats me. But they said she was in therapy for years and years or something. I mean, they obviously knew she had a problem. Yeah, I think your daughter had bipolar disorder, personally. Right, we're, we're getting bogged down okay, in, now, in no, making fun of the tragedy, which is not the focus we're not, of this Okay, intro. we're not, people, let me clarify. We are not internet trolls. We're discussing That's the Today Show topic of internet trolling. So anyway, here's the best part of this whole clip, is now... They've already discussed, they've introduced the death of Lexi Pilkington. Yeah. They've interviewed her family. They've played right. the, the loop music. Now is where the internet trolls come in. You can hear the clicking of the keyboards as they awaken. And there, if, you, if you're watching this clip, there's actually file footage of somebody typing. But just the hands in like a shadowy room, so all you see is the hands. Yeah, this which is, is great. the image of an internet troll. Internet troll. <laughs> they should come up with an infographic, you know, like an international symbol for like, Watch out, trolls around, which is just sort of like stylized <laughs> hands, hands on a keyboard. On a keyboard. <laughs> I have to work on that. I might patent it. Can I make some money off of that? Yeah. Probably not. Did we come up with so many good money making ideas here and never do How it? How much is the guy worth who invented the red circle with a line through it? <laughs> what was his name again? <laughs> He's famous, right? Soon, the cruel underbelly of the internet would light up within hours of Lexi's death, just as her family had rocked by- What kind of an animal is all underbelly? Because <laughs> that's what the internet is. It's yeah. like little vestigial feet and eyes and mouth and nose, and then it's just a giant underbelly. I'm it's picturing, most of the, 95% of the body mass is I'm all underbelly. I'm picturing like an engorged carp or catfish or, or some kind tick. of bottom feeder. Yeah, just <laughs> something. It's just like slowly awakening, being like, there's tragedy. Okay. I must get to my keyboard. Yes, that's where we're at, on the underbelly. But don't be fooled and think that it's a small part. It's most of it. <laughs> Buck bottom. Graphic images and offensive chatter about Lexi popped up online. Who died? Some suicidal slut? Hey guys, how's it hanging? The worms crawl in, the worms crawl out. This is how it is to die. You end up looking like apple pie. And then get... That's the worst troll statement I've ever heard. <laughs> but I love the fact that they got some interns to, like, read it. <laughs> all right, you guys got to pretend to be internet trolls, okay? Yeah. First Think, of all... Somebody, they probably have, I'm sure the Today Show has multiple directors. So there's a director there saying, like, I want you to envision yourself as a total ass. <laughs> First of all, I just want to say one thing. How many female internet trolls have you ever met? A couple. I think there's probably two. So obviously they found the one female internet troll. Right. Well, I like the fact that, be I mean, these people are interns, probably like low paid or unpaid at the Today Show. Probably <laughs> are trolls. And he's probably like, I actually did write that one. <laughs> you know what? They're probably already posting this clip to YouTube and trolling right now. Yeah. Meta trolling. And it gets worse. Many messages we can't share. It's called trolling. Internet trolls post outrageous comments on message boards. Trolling for reaction. Listen to that that music bed. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the Michael Myers music. Sort of, or maybe I'm getting like an X Files vibe. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting like kind of a, a mixture of like horror theme slash like yeah science fiction kind of thing going on here. <laughs> Scary business. And then they said no. The soccer team made some cuts, and they left a poor girl. Lexi's friends saw the posts. Now they're banding together to fight internet trolling. They're just sick in the head, and they have no hearts. We're still hurting, and it's not going to go away for a while, and this is this is just adding to the fire. There have been high-profile cases before, back in two... There's okay. that clicking again. So what, what I find funny about that, Lexi's friends have decided to band together and form the anti-troll brigade. 
Yeah, good luck. What are they going to do? Destroy the intertubes? Well, they have t-shirts. <laughs> they do have t-shirts. Yeah. But you know, it's what, like, you know uh, what they should do? Well, go ahead. Well, I, I just want to know, how do they expect to fight the internet trolls? Do you want my advice? Yeah, I, I want to know. I'm, I'm asking you for they suggestions They should get together, uh, put on their t-shirts, go over to this girl's house, and uh, or one of them's the brother, I guess, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Whatever. And just go up to the parents and be like, um, we're the anti-troll brigade. You should take down the Facebook memorial. <laughs> Trolling problem eliminated. That's it. I know exactly. I never understood that. I mean, we're discussing this before, but isn't it almost a troll in itself for a family to create a Facebook memorial page? I think the confusion here is can be laid slightly, at least partially laid at Matt Lauer's feet. He's conflating two things. He's conflating cyberbullying with trolling. Not all trolling. So most most trolling, obviously, is sort of cruelty-based, asshole-based. But it's anonymous, though. It's anonymous. There's no connection to the, the subject of the tragedy. Right. But even there's anonymity where just nobody knows who you are. But then there's also just the anonymity of... These people posting, you know, their child's tragedy, this memorial page, and then wanting people from all over the world to go look at it and give them sympathy. I mean, even though this family's real names are up there, they're effectively anonymous if some, like, you know, person from Nepal goes on there and are like, oh, I feel so bad for your daughter. I feel so sorry. They're, so they're sympathy trolling. So, Waggly, you're, you're basically implying that they're asking for it? I'm saying... Not for A, not all trolling <laughs> is anger and asshole based. And uh, there's sympathy trolling. I mean, these are like the trolls that like, con- trolls who say they're going to kill themselves, always are constantly posting that they feel suicidal. Trolls who talk, you know, talk about their illnesses at length. Uh, so these, these families, these, this family here puts up this, this Facebook memorial for, for their, their deceased daughter. And they want to. They want people to express sympathy because they're feeding off the sympathy, right? Well, just much it, like somebody is like feeding off like the uh, the the argument, or right? Because you could close comments. I mean, most sites like this, YouTube has like a close comments, disable comments. Um, you could just put a, up a you know basic HTML website with no comments, or what you could do is do what people did before the internet and like donate money to the school in your daughter's name and that's a memorial or like donate money to a hospital or, or something like or that or a charity or something in your daughter's or name even, yeah. even a mylar trash tree by the side <laughs> of the road doesn't elicit comments from people that like you're ho- like these people who put up these sites with the comment sections are hoping to get all this outpouring of emotion from people they don't know uh, that doesn't happen if you but put I up a but I think what they're balloon. doing is, is they're, they're opening themselves to the internet troll you I mean, live, they're making themselves vulnerable. Yeah, you live by the troll, you die by the troll. That's <laughs> so we have one more clip here, which is kind of funny. Um, they, they actually have an interview here with an internet safety inspector. Oh, I thought you were going to say they interviewed a troll. She kind of looks wish. like a troll, but an actual troll. No, this is, tro- this is clip two. There, this is another one. But yeah, they, they interviewed two internet safety inspectors. Oh, okay. But uh, the third one is like this one woman that looks like Shrek. Oh, I'm getting them confused. Yeah. There we go. No one is off limits. In fact, the more vulnerable you are, the more of a target you become, dead or alive. Trolling is definitely a dark side of the net, and it's becoming more widespread because with the more forums there are available for people to post these things anonymously, the more brazen people are becoming. So is that, is that what it is? It's the veil of anonymity? 
that allows trolls to uh, prosper. Right. So, but, and, but anonymity existed before the internet. No, and that's what I'm saying. It's like they're acting like this is some kind of new phenomenon. Like people were never, they would never engage in such, such malicious behavior before the internet gave them that veil of anonymity. Right. But people have been doing this for years. Well, they, they imply that the internet spawned this phenomenon. But it's a human impulse to just be a dick, especially if you can do it without anybody knowing who you are. I, I mean, if you can do it anonymously, of course. Well, I mean, why would there be graffiti? Like bathroom stall graffiti. Bathroom stall graffiti. High school bathroom stalls. People writing phone numbers with their friends. Yeah. The revenge on their ex-girlfriend. You, you know? Um, ob- obscene phone calls. Yeah. Prank calling. That's before the internet. That's what people did. Yeah, exactly. And I even a- think letters to the editor, to you know, your local newspaper, when people uh, espouse just ridiculous opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I think some, sometimes those are probably heartfelt, but oftentimes I think they were probably trolls before the internet. Well, exactly. It's a, I, I just don't, don't understand why you need to justify the behavior of the troll to these grieving families. I'm not saying they invited it. Well, they did actually kind of invite this I on themselves they for, did. for yeah, that's my creating position. these Facebook memorials. But at the same time, it's just like, delete the comment. Mm-hmm. Delete the memorial. Yes, you have to police it. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's hard like you to keep monitor. up 100,000 people are trolling you a day, but... Hey, you're the guy who put up the site. If you can't hack it, then take it down. Well, I think it's kind of sad how sensitive... I mean, I, it's like how sensitive people are on the internet. It's like they're, they're actually hiring so-called experts to, uh, to, to teach people how to deal with these trolls. I don't blame people for being sensitive. I mean, their fucking daughter on herself. Develop a thick skin. I'm, okay, not them, but I'm, I'm just saying, saying the it's people like that are watching the, the Today Show. It's like with a hammer and being like, why is this hammer so hard? I wish it was, oh, I just got to keep smashing myself in the teeth with it. Like, take the fucking site down. The <laughs> exactly. internet is not for this purpose. But, but I mean, it's like, it, it, the fact of the matter is, the internet is a place where millions and millions of people can roam freely. You know, it's like right. there's sites like Chat Roulette where people are exposing their genitalia to minors. Exactly. You know, there's uh, MySpace, there's Facebook, there's, uh, you know, sundry forums where people are like arguing with each other about nothing. Meaningless topics. That's what the internet is. Podcasts. The internet, podcasting. Sick and wrong. Case in point. So, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, understand what the internet is. And I think that's what the, the people watching the Today Show, and even Matt Lauer probably, doesn't fully grasp the concept of the free-range internet. <laughs> At least, you, don't, I'm not, you can't force somebody to understand something. Just admit that you don't understand it, and don't quit tilting at windmills and having your son and his friends form the anti-troll, the anti-troll brigade. brigade that is completely feckless. I, you <laughs> know, and I'm sure this dad is thinking like, well... Maybe this will help him get over his grief by surmounting this problem and be like, no, maybe he'll feel crushed for life by figuring out that he's totally powerless to fight against something like well, that. Well, it's like all they're going to do is maybe create their own message board to fight trolling and then even attract even more trolls. even more trolls. It's just like, you know, they're, they're going to incite the entire 4chan army yeah. I gotta against believe, them. I got to believe Matt Lauer is smarter than this. He knows exactly what all this is about. He's not uh, appalled by it. I mean, this, this show is scripted. It's has, classic fear-mongering, though. I mean, yeah, it's they like, have writers you know, and directors, and they have tar- you know they have a target demographic and the whatever. But it, it sounds like even with the music and the way this this whole clip is presented, it's like they're they're comparing, they're making an analogy here between an internet troll and like a sexual predator. Right, or a Satanist. A Satanist, yeah. Satanist used to be, that was the, co- that was the code word back in like the 90s. Right. 
So I don't know. Anyway, you can go check out the. Uh, I, I recommend Google searching the Today Show on the Internet Troll. Look at it in YouTube and read some of the comments because it's funny. They put up the, this entire Today Show clip on YouTube, and the comments were great because the trolls are already trolling on YouTube. <laughs> it's you know, meta trolling. I'm just going to read a couple of them. This is one of my favorites. Here is Tiny Chan Unlimited writes. This is almost as funny as the time that one fat chick killed herself and nobody cared. <laughs> uh, this is this guy, Rockman22, wrote, Seriously, why would you go seek out internet forums discussing your suicidal daughter's death? I don't want to get trolled. Stay off the internet. Assholes are prolific. See, that's, that's not a good troll. That's just a reasonable statement. It is, but in a sense, though, I mean, these people were obviously researching what people are saying about their daughter. Right. So, I mean, you're kind of, like, seeking out some of the uh, the damage you I, Yeah, I love how their daughter died, like, horrifically, tragically, and then now they're complaining that people are being mean to them on the internet. Like, why don't you grieve about your daughter? And You know, you'd think that would give you some perspective about, like, I really don't care what people say on the internet yeah. or anywhere. Or, or maybe go and, you know, form a, a self-help group for teenage suicide or something. Yeah. But no, they're on the Today Show talking about their problems. <laughs> Finally here, the best comment from the YouTube page, Joe402. A white girl died. This is a national tragedy. <laughs> it normally is. So people, beware of the internet trolls. They lurk in the darkest corners of the internet. Um, we try to warn you here. I, I think one day maybe uh, Wackley and I might become internet safety inspectors. It's all dark corner, I keep wanting to say. The, the, the internet is just one huge dark corner. And I, I didn't get a chance to make this comment, but... Uh, you know, like porn existed before the internet. The internet just made it amazing. <laughs> but I really think this whole trolling thing existed, like we said, in you know, yeah, it, crank calls and, and bathroom graffiti. The internet just made trolling amazing and something you could like become it, addicted to. I think be, tro- trolling addiction, now that's a real story. People actually, who can't po- you know, go to sleep can't at help themselves without they're, saying they're up, mean, snide comments. Or, you know, they're, they're, they're losing their jobs because they're up until 5 in the morning trolling all their trolls. I would say that That's the internet has made trolling an art form. Right, and a problem, though, too. Maybe. And a problem. Potentially. Potentially. Uh, people, this is episode 220 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 219. Uh, we did three stories. Uh, the first story was about a Frenchie who decapitated his frigid wife. Um, the second story was about an officer, Smiley, who uh, was paralyzed after attending a pervert party. And the third story was ab- about the deadly Scottish kilt snake. Mm, you got to watch out for yes. those. Uh, the story that won was the Frenchie story, decapitated his virgin wife, 148 votes. Uh, the third story, the deadly Scottish kilt snake, came in second with 41 and uh, the officer smiling only got 17 votes. Apparently, Fuck. people <laughs> didn't have too much sympathy for him. That was my him. story, too. Uh, we did get a great comment here from a guy named Smith, who voted for the Frenchie who decapitated his wife. He says, I've been married for only 16 years, and have banged my wife more times than I can count, but I still want to cut her fucking head off. <laughs> so he's thinking that guy was using a false reason. I think he empathized with the yeah. story. You know, um, but hey, you know hey, how can it I works. point out before we get going that like this Mickey Mouse operation where it's like never at the right time and sometimes a host is gone, it needs to end next week. Next week, Tuesday. Back on schedule? Because I actually am going to watch the Oakland Athletics lose on Wednesday, All weather right. permitting. Back on schedule next, next week. Next week, it's a tight ship once again. It's how it's going to be. Yeah. People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wacken and I present the most disturbing news items of the week. 
audience votes. Winner gets a sick and wrong care package. You can submit your story to sickandwrongpodcast.com or directly through the forum. Uh, people, before we get to the stories here for this week's show, a uh, quick word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. I think we mentioned last week, it's Areola April. Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, the big thing. I came thing. up with that. <laughs> yeah, so celebrate uh, Jesus Zombie Day, or is his birth? No, it's Jesus Zombie Day by buying nipple clamps at adamandeve.com. Mm-hmm. You know, celebrate those nipples. Buying those nipple clamps. 50% off almost any item. You get three free adult DVDs and a sensual gift. So when you check out, be sure to use Sick and Wrong's offer code D-I-D-D-L-E, diddle, upon checkout at adamandeve.com. Wackily, I believe I started last week, episode 220, so why don't you kick off this week's show with your first listener submission? Listener submission one. Hey, guys. Love the show. Check it out. Check this out. Best wishes, Stebby. A man, a Belgian man, identified only as Frederick L., told the court in Mons, West Belgium, that he suffered from a very rare condition called sexomania, which led him to have sex while asleep. Sexomania? Yeah, it sounds made up, right? And I, is that translated from Belgian, or is that the real word? Or I guess they speak French and Dutch there, right? It, it just sounds... So wait, what is he claiming sexomania is? It leads him to have sex while asleep. Would you I'd think it would be like before. sexomnia or something? Sexomania. There might Sexoma- be some... <laughs> okay. Yeah, there might be some translation problems. You know, Maybe this sounds more like insomnia as it's spoken in Dutch or French. I, I don't know. Is West Belgium French and East Belgium is Dutch? Is that how it works? Or I think they're North both South? just foreign and they don't understand <laughs> that it's sex with insomnia. That's what it is. What is. Where is Belgium? What is it? Is it a country? Yeah, it's a country. It's like what south of the, of the Netherlands. I, you know what? I think what I've read do is that... Do they have a coastline? I, yeah, but there's a lot of Hasidic Jews there that sell diamonds. Oh, is that where the bi- Antwerp? That's yeah. That's where that's, the big diamond. That's market where the big is. diamond market is. So they're just like buying and selling the death of thousands and thousands of African children, and they all have sexomania. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even try to do a Belgian accent because I have no idea what it sounds like. Um, the, he told the court in Mons, "This is a sexual version of sleepwalking. I was deeply ashamed when I found out what was happening." Oh, what was happening? The divorced man, who is 30, wow, younger than me, had been drinking with his friends before going to bed in the same room as his daughter. Mm, not good, right? So, wait, his daughter's sleeping. That's he's innocuous drunk. enough. He's drunk. What are they drinking in Belgium? I've passed out drunk around my sister. Nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was mainly the irritable bowel syndrome that warded me off, but still. Okay. We've heard enough. <laughs> He's been accused of raping the girl when she woke him up to open the door to the toilet. He said that he came to his senses when his daughter began to scream, Papa, it's me, it's me. So what, did this guy claim that he was sleepwalking? He has sexomania. <laughs> <laughs> and is that what is that? It's like, while I'm sleepwalking, I also sleep fuck? Yes, that's exactly what he's saying. You're not even, it's not even a joke. It's exactly his statement to the court. So his daughter woke up, opened the toilet or the bathroom door for him. Yeah, I think, he, I think he op- she opened the door so she could go to the toilet. He 
woke up and you know they say you're not ever supposed to wake a sleepwalker or he'll fuck you (laughs) (laughs) which i guess is what happens it proves it it's true he has a defense lawyer called eves de grati i think is that a woman eves i don't know does it matter no my client has some had sleep problems for a long time when he was living with this girl's mother he often had sex with her in his sleep now i can understand that i've done that before is that why they're divorced do girls like that when you're just rogering them while they're like in bed? You know they I mean, don't. That, they don't mind. They don't mind if you're rogering them while you're sleeping. But if you call them by the wrong name because you're dreaming about some hotter chick, <laughs> they get really upset. Yeah, I can. And imagine. you get a broken nose. <laughs> I, I'm just speaking out of uh, hypothetical. The public prosecutor actually dropped the case because he just fu- he. He knew in his bones that it was hopeless. State prosecutors had asked for an eight-year prison sentence, I guess, before they dropped it. you got to be kidding me. They dropped this case. A guy rapes his daughter. They didn't even wait for the jury to come back. I don't even know if there is a jury in Belgium, but uh, they just knew that it was hopeless. The, the wind was blowing against them, and they just said, ah, fuck it. I'm going to eat some chocolate. This is an even more pathetic judicial system than Limey Land. Pretty I swear much. to God, what, in Belgium, you can rape your four-year-old daughter and say, I was asleep, fucking. <laughs> hey, listen to this final comment from the article. Um, the public prosecutor is appealing against the ruling. So I guess they gave up knowing that they were going to go to try a new trial, you know, a do-over. And their comment is that the case will damage Belgium's attempts to shake off its reputation as a hotbed of pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess we should maybe pay more attention to Belgium if it's known for as being a hotbed of pedophiles. I think it's easier to fuck children there than Cambodia. Yeah, and they, well, and now and now they think because of this case that every pedophile has an ironclad defense just to walk into the courtroom with before the trial even starts to say, "Oh, sexomania." Yeah, remember that other guy you let off? Same thing. I got that. <laughs> I mean, God, it's like God. I mean, Catholic priests should be. Moving in flocks, like flocking to Belgium here. Are you saying they should move the Vatican to Belgium? <laughs> I think the Vatican should now be in Belgium. <laughs> it's good. You know, it can just uproot from the ground like a giant fucking transformer. We just haven't seen it happen recently. Can Jesus just move it and yeah, move it to Belgium? with his mind like a flying carpet. There'd be no criminal priests yeah. anymore. Yeah, I can imagine, like, but sir, uh, you know, Gunther or whatever, you, you, you raped this young girl and it was like two in the afternoon. I was taking a nap. <laughs> In my sexomania, flared up. It does not only happen at night. So, uh, what what made him stop here? He's raping the girl, and the girl's cries made him stop. Well, he says that he stopped when she screamed, "Papa, it's me, it's me." I mean, who's to say he stopped? He might have stopped when he was done. <laughs> he may have stopped when he like came all over her backside. Yeah. So that's that. Good job, Belgium. You guys, get, Belgians, really be proud of yourselves. So I'd give this one. article if I was going to rate the 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 the. Sick and wrong star scale here. I would give this five stars just for the act of this guy raped his four-year-old daughter. It's incest and it's pedophilia. It's horrible. And sleepwalking. And sleepwalking. Which I'm against. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is, I'm giving this five stars because the judicial system of Belgium failed. I mean, they failed prodigiously. This is horrible. Well, they say they're going to appeal it, right? Belgium has a chance to to sort of sort this out for themselves. But as of now, you guys are the lowest of the low. That's the most threadbare defense I've ever heard in my life. That would never fly in the U.S. of fucking A. I mean, are they? is there any European Union country that's below them at this point in, in stature in our eyes? The Swiss. 
What did the Swiss do? They're Nothing. Just, they're, <laughs> they're neutral. Just let, they're let neutral. The, they're neutral. Let, they're the just, yeah, but let the Nazis kill us. They're neutral. Yeah. That's going to take a long time to get that, uh, yeah, to wash I, away that stuff. I know. It's just like they're like, Nazis, just take us over. It's cool. Here, take all the Jews. Yeah. We'll, we'll put their gold in the bank but if even, you want. Dude, even <laughs> the keep French. Keep it in your names for 50 years. Even the French should have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's just you sleepwalking, huh? Yeah, yeah. This is just too much. Off with your head. Yes. No, I, you know, I'm giving that five stars. I'm giving it five stars just because of the free get out of jail free card for for pedophiles for like you know the unforeseeable future that this is giving couldn't you see the uh defendant here looking at his lawyer being like i had no fucking clue that was gonna work high five yves if you are a man or a woman i do not know but you are badass you are the you're better than johnny cochran seriously really The second story here that came in for episode 220 came in from uh, Knoxville. Not sure if it's Johnny Knoxville, but he has been known to send in stories before. Yeah. Uh, it came Knox- from inside his person? <laughs> Maybe. I think oh, the from, name From is. his email, yeah. I thought when you said it came from Knoxville, like, that's the city. That no, the guy's out. name is Knoxville here. Oh, okay. Knoxville wrote in, holy shit, 49 days. We know him from when we used to be the guys from Jackass. <laughs> yeah. Back, back when uh, we used to be affiliated with Jackass. Uh, so the uh, headline here is, The body of Sony Millbrook discovered underneath motel bed. Police named boyfriend Lakeith Moody a person of interest. Now, the Sony Millbrook, is that like the new Blu-ray player that plays 3D <laughs> movies? Yeah, but they're all like movies like Friday. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I Urban see what you're movies. At. Wink. But no, they, you know the, the a key point of the story here is uh, pay attention to the names of the uh, characters involved. I do like La Keith. It's just like we're not just going to call you Keith. You're La Keith. Have you been watching March Madness? I know this isn't a sports podcast, but we can do sports I, talk. You know, right? I watched um, a Michigan State game. And the most recent one that was pretty good. Came yeah, no, a one point. I, I forgot which. You know, it was the Michigan State squadron versus I forgot the other squadron, but it was they were. Excellent players at round <laughs> I ball. I forget too. I think it was orange. But uh, <laughs> I remember the color. Yeah, their round ball skills were. But amazing. if you know, I mean, it's all it's all like D D Deshaun. Know, not not like D Simon, but it would like be D D or Delance or Deshaun. I've seen that. Or with an A, like Ah uh, Lance Ah uh, D. Uh, there's a lot of you're talking about the Caucasian players. All of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, there's just some very, I'm not trying to make a racial comment or anything, but there's just some really weird names and weird spellings, weird, normal sounding names with weird spellings. Yeah, no, it's, and, and yeah, it's, I get you, it's just good. I mean, because we've been under the, for like centuries, we've been under the yoke of this, like, uh, you know, old Testament names and new Testament names and, you know. Names why not from, modify these names? Well, not, why, why do you have... You can just make up a name. It's your fucking kid. Yeah. As I an mean, atheist, I'm not naming my kid John I thought John you had to be Luke a celebrity, though, to make up a name for your kid. Like Apple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> White people, what are you doing with the Apple name? Or, or naming your kids after the fucking To Kill a Mockingbird it's, characters? It's Come way on. easier just to take a regular name and add like an L-A yeah. or a D-E before it. So, D-D. Yeah. Or D. 
the Lance. But I'm all, I'm pro, I'm pro that. I'm pro just making up whatever I'm, fucking I, name you want. I'm all about the name modifiers. Like, but but then but then again, naming your kid after like a Sony or like a Mercedes or <laughs> Crystal or whatever the other popular, you know, just just make something up like Gleepglorp. Yeah, but it shows that you're. But I mean, naming after Sony shows that you have good taste. Just pick like seven or eight letters that you like, and just throw them into a hat and pull them out. Did you know? Maybe you, move a vowel one way or the other to make it sort of pronounceable. But that that should just be the name. Like, don't be, don't be beholden to products or religion. Wackily, you can say how creative you would be if you had a child. But you know, if you had a kid, you'd name after a character in Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I know you would. This is Colonel Ty <laughs> Wackerly. The body of Sony Millbrook was discovered underneath a bed at the Bud- Budget Lodge Motel in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Police believe she was murdered uh, when friends and family reported her missing on January 27th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was because of the victim's violent relationship with her boyfriend, Lakeith Moody, that the homicide detectives took over the case just days after the Missing Persons Bureau began investigating. Moody has a lengthy criminal history that spans more than two pages. Apparently, when you have a criminal history that's more than a page, you're a repeat offender. Because mm-hmm. you um, can fit like eight on one page. So you're, at least. you're already in the nine to ten range, right? Well, it says here he's been arrested for everything from beating a man with a board outside a carriage, the, the carriage house apartment complex... <laughs> To biting a Memphis police officer on the chin. How many people who live at the carriage house show up in a horse and carriage? Oh, my apartment is here, sir. Here's a farthing for your troubles. I just like I shall f- just retire to my boudoir in the in the carriage house. <laughs> what was the point of what was uh, Moody doing? Just walking around with a board, being like, "I'm going to beat that fool." Probably <laughs> get out of a carriage. But anyway, the guy has a lengthy criminal history. That's the point here. He had recently got out of jail and was staying with his uh, girlfriend, Sonny Millbrook, at the Budget Lodge. Inside room 222, which coincidentally was a a popular sitcom in the 90s. No, that's 227. Okay, my bad. (laughs) What What was the number of the room in The Shining? 209? I'm not sure. I'm going to quit trying to make references to pop culture (laughs) here. (laughs) Sherman Helmsley. (laughs) Dude, it should have been called 222. That's all I'm saying. And uh, didn't I have the maid from uh, the Jeffersons? I actually think I might be confusing a couple shows here. I don't know if Sherman Helmsley was in that show. Well, uh, Sandra was. Yes, Sandra. So inside room 222. Jacquet, yeah. (laughs) In a metal bed frame is where police discovered Milbrook's body. They won't disclose how she was killed. They believe her body was in that room for at least 49 days. Um, choked with a lamp cord for 1,200, Alex. <laughs> Beaten with a board for six. Um, they believe her body was in the room for at least 49 days. Well, actually, think about that. 49 days. Mm-hmm. It's almost two months. Doesn't a corpse yes. decompose after that? After that period of time? That room must have smelled worse than, like, rotten cat food. They spray those a rooms. A prostitute's down. vagina. <laughs> well, I'm sure there have been a lot of prostitutes' vaginas in there. They spray those rooms down with lots of disinfectants, which maybe could act in, as embalming agents. I don't know if there's any amount of Febreze that could cover up a 49-day-old corpse. <laughs> but, hey, who knows? Though no one during this 49-day period, not even the five people who slept in the room since, oh or any God. of the motel staff, ever reported anything suspicious. 
She's like in the box spring. Just right? in the box spring. Just stuffed in the box spring. Yeah. Wow. Decomposing. Who would have thought that would be a good place to hide the body and you could like be 49 days gone? Yeah. Memphis police admit someone should have checked Milbrook's room a little more thoroughly. Um, really? I mean, you think the the maid staff should like go through the place with a fine tooth comb every time a guest goes out? I think they're talking about their own staff. Oh, right. I, I think they crack Memphis police squad. Oh, should have the investigative staff. <laughs> I think the, yeah, I think the crime scene investigators maybe should have had a little more of a look around. You mean they shouldn't have just sat on the bed and watched Spanked Revision for <laughs> two hours, drinking coffee, yeah. eating donuts? Yeah, I'm not that's sure. probably true. The Budget Lodge management refused to answer any of these reporters' questions. But room 222 is now available, as is, for a night. <laughs> uh, Moody has been in federal custody since February. Investigators found him in Milbrook's vehicle and put him in jail on a gun charge. Oh, they did catch him. They did catch him The eventually. 49 days did not help him. He st- still stayed around town. I mean, he could be all the way across the country. They never would have found him. Well, the first thing I think I would have done if I was Lockheed Moody is probably ditch the car. Uh-huh. You know? And then I would have changed my name just to Keith. Yeah. Maybe just shorten it to oh, Keith. Oh, you want Lockheed? <laughs> I'm Keith Moody. Sorry, you have the wrong man. So on the sick and wrong star scale... Uh, this is a fairly pedestrian murder. I mean, women are murdered every day. And well, it's not the murder that's sick. Yeah. It's the fact that her it's body... It's the fact that her body was not discovered for 49 days. I'm giving it a 4.5 because of that. I'm giving it a 5. You're giving it 5? Because it's hilarious. And here's why it's hilarious to me. You might be one of these people. I don't know. I, I stay in hotels for work all the time. And I'm one of those people that I just subscribe to the belief that if germs haven't killed me yet... You know, they're not going to kill me or, you know, barring the AIDS virus or something. So I just sleep in the sheets. I use all the covers. I use the you towel. You sleep in the blanket? Yeah. You put the blanket I touches your of, skin. I drink out of those glasses. I don't, like, rip all the sheets off and bring my own. I people do that, right? I don't bring my own sheets, but I do not let any of my bare skin touch the, the uh, duvet. The coverall. The coverall, yeah. Yeah, I touch that. Sometimes they, I sleep, they do not sometimes wash Sometimes I just wrap that. up in that. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm surprised. So what do you do? Do you just I, kick the used you know condoms off the bed and just I, fall back asleep? Here's what I do. I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, or some people even go so far as like to have their own little black light that they'll shine over the thing, like you know, because they stepping over the love cum looking at the cum. I know there's cum on there. I don't need the black light to show me. But even if you do all that stuff, even if you bring your own sheets, there still is probably a corpse underneath your body, like six inches. So that just makes me laugh. And Wackerly, I give it five stars. Wackerly stares hepatitis in the eye and looks away and doesn't even look away. I think that my... You stand your ground against the AIDS I've virus. Built up, I've built up an immunity to the hepatitis <laughs> virus by, by living my life this way. This is the same man who refuses to build a nest on principle. Sure, my, <laughs> sure my asshole is falling out and my liver looks like a piece of Swiss cheese, but... Principles, people. <laughs> I'm better than you. All right. Well, the third story we received here uh, came from a, a woman named Amy from a place called Maidenhead. Yes, there's a place called Maidenhead in England. And you know how I feel about the name Amy. Two girls that I had crushes on in elementary school were both Maybe. named Amy. How, how do you feel about a town called Maidenhead? Awesome. Dude, that's basically being like, I'm from Hyman, England. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from virginal, you know, damsel. The question is, is Amy intact? No. 
<laughs> she listens to Sick and Wrong. There's no way. No, there's not a single virgin above the age of 12 in Maidenhead. Because every guy goes there looking to get laid. Looking to get laid, definitely. You should just go there and be like, I was sleepwalking. It wasn't my fault. Sexomania. Right. You're, you're 16, right? <laughs> What's the age of consent in Maidenhead? Three. Yeah. Hey, Dan Lance, I'm a new listener to the show, and I'm working my way through your back catalog slowly. I can feel you back there. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried that if I listen to too much, I'll turn into a serial killer or something. It's a good thing to be cautious there, Amy. I think it's the opposite, though. I mean, listening to the show releases the pressure. The pent-up aggression. Yeah. It's cathartic. And this is my first Sick and Wrong submission. Enjoy. Keep up the Sick and Wrong work. Thank God there's, there are more people in the world that find these stories fucking hilarious. Uh, so Amy sent a story about a, uh, dead children in a video farewell to their mother. A jealous father made a farewell video of his two children before strangling them in a spiteful reaction to the breakdown of his marriage. Wow. Yeah, now this is definitely a... Um, a uh, jealous father here. A jealous husband. Mm-hmm. Willing to murder his two daughters. Very little remorse. He's just hell-bent on revenge. Petros Williams, age 37, urged his four-year-old daughter Yolanda and his two-year-old son Theo to wave goodbye to their mother in the home movie, which was played for a jury. The tape was labeled, Daddy, Yali, Theo, by the end. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard the script actually wasn't uh, all that well thought out. It needs to be punched up. Yeah. I need to bring in somebody else. Yeah, I think they need, like, a, they, you know, they need a climax in there. They maybe need some Steven, resolution. Maybe Steven Soderbergh could come in and work on it. They, they definitely needed something. I think the casting was a miss, too. I don't know. The denouement just kind of let everybody down. <laughs> uh, we- I like the twist at the end. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the tape was labeled Daddy, Yali, Theo, by the end. And there was a note attached to the tape that said, Play the video made for your memories. Love, Petros. Was there a ribbon? <laughs> there had to be a ribbon. So vindictive. I love when parents manipulate their, um, their, their, their vindictiveness is so that they manipulate their own children into, into, into this. I mean, it, it, think about this. Right. I mean, even if it, when it doesn't involve murder, it's still pretty great. Yeah, I mean, even it just in any kind of revenge scenario, it's, it's like here's this jilted husband right. who obviously is upset with his wife because his wife's getting a divorce, and so he uses these children, these tokens of sentimentality. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, this guy had obviously uh, other nefarious purposes for his kids. I also like it when people bring their kids to protest rally, political, you know, any type of political rally, protest, and give them signs and T-shirts, like the. And the kid's eight or something. Yeah, and the kid has no idea where he is. I hate Obamacare. <laughs> Can I have a lollipop? David Duke, 2012. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little <laughs> little kid-size, uh, you know, Klansman outfits. That's always kids cool. will support anybody. Yeah. Uh, Williams was said to be jealous that his wife had started to meet other men through the internet dating websites. Um, the prosecutor here said the defendant even chose to use the internet, the very internet connection cables from the family computer wow. to kill his children as a symbolic act of punishment to his wife. So my question is, do you think he actually filmed the murders or did, did he just film like a short little segment of just wave goodbye to mom? Because she's going to find your strangled little corpses. I mean, you have the article in front of you, but it sounds to me like it was just a farewell message and then turn the tape off and then, you know, the old and strangle the with the cord there, the, the, cat, the Cat 5 cable around it, the neck. 
You got to give kudos to his resourcefulness, though. I mean, he's kind of like the MacGyver of child murder. The, is that what he was doing, though? Well, I guess... Was he, cho- I mean, was he choking her, like, the kids like that because that's all that was there? Or was it symbolic that, like, this is the Cat 5 cable that your mother used to cheat on me? Okay, maybe he's the Machiavelli of child murder. I'm <laughs> taking it back. Machiavelli? <laughs> I don't even get that one. But no, I mean, I, I, I find the, uh, yeah, the, I the symbolic the Robert, act. Robert Frost of child murder. <laughs> Master of symbolism. And metaphor. Yes. No, this is uh, definitely, I think, his, I think his hit close to home for his wife. <laughs> I wonder uh, how he found out, though, that she had been cheating on him through uh, internet dating sites. Do you think he just, she obviously didn't cover her tracks. People, yeah, I don't think it's that hard. And people, uh, there's a lesson to you. There is a clear history prompt in uh, Firefox. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about that. Or they have, like, a joint email account with their spouse. That's these never are, a good idea. These are the same people who are shocked by internet trolls. Right. Someone was mean to me on the net. <laughs> the prosecution say it was a spiteful, selfish reaction to the breakdown of his marriage. It was a deliberate act, and the prosecution say that this was murder. The couple had been married for eight years, but their relationship suffered difficulties, and both had had affairs. Um, the wife here claimed that her husband attempted to strangle her last year when she refused to have sex with him. He denies murder, and the trial continues. Wait, so the kids are dead, but he denies the murder. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to the story that much. But uh, <laughs> the kids are dead, and he denies murdering them, even though they found the Cat Five cable around their necks and like he, they were yeah, in I his mean, custody. I mean, there were probably ligature marks. Uh, they found the video that where he's making his, his kids wave goodbye. What's his plausible story that how this happened? Sexomania. He was uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was sleep murdering. He was just kind of sleepwalking, and your know, honor. And, they were in a way. You're old, right? Do you ever watch the Today Show? Okay, good. Trolls got my children. <laughs> they came through the tubes. Through the tubes. They just Look, attacked them. They even used the internet cord. That proves it. It was the trolls. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Sigurar star scale, I'm going to give this five stars. I'm going to give this five stars. This is the, an all five star week. I think this you're is right. A, this is a, I mean, these are three formidable stories. I think, I think we fucked about for like the last three weeks. And that's why we were bringing like a really good show this week. Well, a lot of people have been saying and sending comments saying, you know, no, I didn't think any of those are sick and wrong. And it is entirely subjective. I mean, what's sick and wrong to one person isn't even sick and wrong at all to another. Right. But I think this this week, episode 220 here, all three stories are worth five stars. They're all the pinnacle of, uh, I might be drunk, but they're all pretty good. I mean, not only did this guy choke his children with the internet cables as a symbolic act of revenge towards his wife. He videotaped a farewell statement. Why? She'll never get that image out of her head. Well, you know, maybe she appreciates it. It's the last, last message that she got from them. It's cute. Would it be better to have it or to not have it? I think, it's like a, I think it should become like a, some kind of Hallmark card. You know those cards you can open up in the music <laughs> Sorry plays? Sorry for murdering her kids. <laughs> I think, I mean, is this like an epic troll? Hmm. You mean the epic troll with using the video? I mean, this is a, tr- uh, maybe I'm stretching this, but he trolled Michael, his wife. Your, your, your broad definition of troll is confusing me. He trolled his wife using his kids on this videotape. Like, this will get a reaction out of her, for sure. I think actually this might be the ultimate troll. I the ultimate want, act of trolling. I don't trolling. want people to try and top it. <laughs> so, let's just leave it at that. So you're giving it five? Yes. Well, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. People, go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide... Which story won episode 220? Well, actually, we got a few calls to Sick and Wrong Drunk Dial Line and some emails to Sick and Wrong Podcast at uh, hotmail.com. 
Before we get to that, here's a word from AdamandEve.com, our beloved sponsor. Hey kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to AdamandEve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So, Wacker, we got a number of phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Drunk Dial line. People, you can call us at 206-666-3846. How about we play uh, call number one? Uh, sick and Wrong, it's your mate Tim here from England. Now, before I start, I just want to say that it's not exactly funny, but then this is a Sick and Wrong podcast, not a comedy podcast. Anyway... Where the hell does that accent come from? <laughs> he says England, but I've never heard anything like it. I almost want to say it's like a Scottish guy with a lisp, but I can't even understand. I mean, I have no idea. I've never heard that, that accent before. I'm not hearing a lisp, but there's a lot of eh, eh, from England. I'm from England, eh, and this is not a comedy podcast, eh? All right. That was nothing like it, but okay, let's go. It's close enough in my head. Eh, I want to get your opinion on something, so here we go. Uh, basically, I got a death threat from one of me like well mates of a mate basically a couple of weeks ago and now he's basically saying if i go to the police about it he's gonna get his gang and come kill me but here's the thing already i already kind of went to the police already so i don't really know what i should do like should i call Mm -hmm. him off is it worth being a marked man for the rest of my life i just don't know what to do should i move to should I move to California with you guys? Would that be cool? Can I live in these basement? All right. What the fuck do I do? What would you do in this situation, Lance? You're the smart one. Okay. What? Thanks, fellas. Have a good one. Bye. I tell you what I wouldn't do is move into D's basement. Because <laughs> <laughs> the basement's where all the uh, like other homeless kids live. And you don't want to be with them. They're going to be scarier than this guy who's out to get you. Believe me, you do not want to be in a basement in the Tenderloin. No. Although I take umbrage at the fact that you point out Wackley isn't more intelligent than me. I well, agree with you. <laughs> technically, he's saying that I'm smarter and I have more street smarts. Oh, I which I don't know what that. that leaves you with. Uh, I, I, Sexual I, I, deviancy? <laughs> well, first of all, um, let me. I have two observations about this. Or two points of note here. Uh, first, you need to stop saying the word basically. Because <laughs> <laughs> like basically... <laughs> Basically, it's just kind of a pointless thing to say. Well, it gives you time to think of the next thing. Think of the next thing. But just say, eh, Don't say it two times uh, in a row. <laughs> or No, I think I said it like seven times in a row. Well, not, I mean actually in a row, like basically, basically. Basically. <laughs> basically, I don't know what to do. No wonder his mate wants to kill him. He keeps saying the word basically over and over again. I'd be you pissed You think that's too. what it's for? I guarantee. It's not his mate either. It's a mate of a mate. I think it's Oh, like, it's a mate of a mate. Yeah, I think he saw the guy like shiv somebody I think he probably shagged his toothless bird his toothless <laughs> northern bird so the first thing about, the first thing about this this uh, this question here is he probably lives in a you know in a town out, out of that League of Gentlemen show what was yes. that town called like uh, something Shire Vasey no some Gaston Vasey just one of those oh, tiny towns where everybody knows each other oh yeah so yeah. it's unavoidable that he's gonna run into the guy at the pub 
Or he's going to run into him at the post office. Or he's going to run into him at the butcher shop. The chippy. The chippy. He might run into him at the chippy. So and then my, he, he might get his head dunked in the boiling oil. Then he's going to be scarred for life. A freak. Well, my advice to this guy, if I were him, and I got a death threat from a mate of a mate, and I lived in a tiny shire, like Gas- Royston Vasey. That's the yes, town. Royston right. Vasey. I would move. Move to the city. He's never going to find you in London. Move to London. And you Become can say, a cockney. Get, I assume he has... Grow fa- a pair of balls. <laughs> I assume he has family in this Royston Vasey town. So, but if you move to London, you can always, you know what? It takes like an hour to drive across all of the UK, the whole perimeter. I mean, I guess this guy could probably track him down Sherlock Holmes style. No, but I, oh, oh yeah, well that, but yeah, but I think being, I mean, London's a dense city; he'll never find it. But he can go back to visit his parents every once in a while. There's yeah, every now cousin, and then. I don't, you know, know, I don't think he'd take that off long. and on. I don't know what to do. I mean. Read every Irvine Welsh novel because it seems very like an Irvine Welsh novel where you get into trouble with some toughs. Would you have reported this guy to don't the, move to, to the Bobbies? I, well, I don't know. We don't know what he saw. He saw something and he felt ob- obliged to do it right away. You know, this was some kind of. He drank too much wife beater. Ended up shagging this guy's fat, toothless bird. Why do you and, think that? Because that's what happens in England all the you, time. You think you think that England is like. You know, the world of Barney the dinosaur, like, nothing bad ever happens. Like, no, he probably saw some really fucked up shit. And now... You like, think he saw this guy give somebody a Chelsea smile? Well, what I was going to say is the thing he, the thing he has going for him is, is the, you know, the, the toughs of England probably won't murder you because they do have some, like, boundaries on, like, over here. But, yeah, they're probably going to give him the telephone scar. Yeah. They, they probably will. They'll just I maim don't, him. I don't want that to happen to me. That's why I would move. I think you need to move, and not to California. Because we basically don't want to hang out with you. There's basically <laughs> no opportunities here. He could live with Ian, though. He could live where? With Ian. Yeah, I actually think those guys would get along swimmingly. As long as he doesn't Ian throw a cat Ian. at Ian, Ian will be happy. <laughs> that's enjoy maybe it. that's a good plan, and he could come work with you. <laughs> I know. My my advice to you is either move to London or New York. Because then, uh, you know, you can kind of get lost into the crowd. Right. Or at least in New York, you can use your English, your English accent to your advantage. To get laid. Anywhere, get laid. Yeah. anywhere in the United States, yeah. an English accent will get you laid. Don't, don't try and take up karate or anything like that, though, because no. you will get your ass beat. I would, I would move. What's, uh, oh, actually, these, uh, the next calls we have are kind of a, there's a theme to these next calls. Uh, see if you can spot it. Yeah, see if you can spot the theme to the next calls. What's, what's uh, call number two? First of all, I don't think the post office even hires midgets. Because that's just They cruel. can't reach the box. And, dude, and it's too easy for the dogs. Oh, my God. They, yeah. They, would, they, they have they a would field day. A, they would eat a midget like a milk bone. <laughs> but uh, what, what, That what, one's obviously a false version. Yeah. Well, what he's referencing here is uh, last week we did a phone call from a caller who uh, recanted this huge story, this entertaining story, to say the least, about a, a retarded kid who kept calling his mom. Claiming he had a troll, not an internet troll, a real troll, 
and uh, that he had this hidden in the house. This is before the Today Show did the segment. Yes, yeah, nobody course. knew what a troll was. Nobody even knew what that trolls even existed. They just knew outside the of J.R.R. Tolkien. Outside of fantasy literature, yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, uh, the mother went home, and it turned out the retard was like, "But the troll's under the stairs." She opened the door, and there's an angry midget that the troll, that the uh, retarded kid had captured and thrown under the stairs. Right. And we called, we called the, you know, the we 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 thought that story was spurious. We gave props to it for being a good story. It was entertaining. We, it was funny. We had small suspicions about it being spurious, and I and I would be remiss if I did not point out <laughs> the D told this story at a cocktail party over the weekend a couple of times. They kept and asking people, me to tell the story. And, and I will point out that people were entertained, and I will point out that I corroborated that this is what was called in, and I did not call fabrics on it, fabrications. Um, I'd never heard it before. You've you know, never was, heard it before? You know, it's, it, okay, first of all, Lance and I don't claim to know every urban myth that circulates around just the most. intertubes. We just know a lot of them. But you can hear a story that you're like, wow, I, you know, I, I find that story to be spurious. I, I don't quite believe it, but it's entertaining. You can still enjoy it, and you can suspend your disbelief right. and enjoy the story. And obviously nobody at the cocktail party uh, had heard it before because yeah. they were roaring and laughing. They, they were in stitches on the ground. In stitches laughing about it. All, every time I told it. And while it. they were on the ground, I stole all the liquor out of the liquor cabinet, <laughs> which is great. So anyway, people pointed out, one guy uh, named Daryl here even sent a link to the Snopes.com um, uh, page where they actually talk about this mistake and troll. I hate it when people retort you with the Snopes page. Yeah, they, they, yeah they totally one-up you with that. But anyway, yeah, they pointed that out, and uh, then we had a couple callers call in and say, you know, we've heard variations on this urban myth. Let me Snopes that for you. <laughs> hey, Lynch. Mahoney here from New Jersey. Uh, love the show. But I gotta tell you, I heard that retard and the uh, midget story like three times. My favorite version so far has the midget as a Jehovah's Witness that knocked on the door and then the, the retard grabs him and throws him in the bathroom. So, I don't know uh, which one's wrong, which, what's the real version or if it's real at all, but enjoy the show. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> uh, Jehovah's Witness. I love New Jersey. <laughs> In, you know New, in New Jersey, this is my show. You don't even exist. You just, I just said, hey, Lance. And <laughs> that, that Simon guy, I would have fuck him. Yeah, that other mullabaloo. He's just uh, like, the, he's like the sidekick Jew in that show. What I find you don't fun- need that shit in Jersey. What I find funny in Jersey, it's like you can hear a story like this that, that has, you know, it probably might not be true. But yeah, in Jersey, you could still find a kernel of truth to yeah, that story. Yeah, he still wants to find out which version is he's true. He's still willing to believe. <laughs> You know, he's just like, you know, it's there's got to be something that happened involving a retard and a midget being locked up somewhere. Hey, I heard it was a Jehovah's Witness, but what, what do you want? Bada you know, bing, bada boom. Hey, we'll find that sooner or later. People said it's a businessman, Jehovah's Witness, mailman. Who we knows? Got, we got our best people on it over here. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're going to figure it out. Probably. They will in Jersey. If they can't figure it out, they'll just find a retard and force him to kidnap a midget. <laughs> and Stick then his head in the pizza oven. And then they'll put it on their, you know, the state state sign. <laughs> this is where it happened. In Jersey. In Jersey. And uh, what, what's the final call here? I think another guy disproves the midget troll story one more time. And I believe one ups it. Firstly, this is Tourette's boy from the UK. Uh, secondly, does anyone else think that D sounds like Greg Proops? Thirdly, that idiot from England with his retard troll story is a fucking liar. I'm so drunk, I 
but I know I've heard this from three different people now. It's completely apocryphal, and you were right to think that it's a load of fucking bullshit. <laughs> Fourthly, I've got a proper story about a Down Syndrome's retard. My mate Kev has a cousin who's a retard called Sandra, who used to live in his house. One night, she crept into his house after watching a video about sex education in one of her classes, crept into his bedroom, tried to wank him off. That is beautiful. And probably under one minute, not even three. So, suck my balls. Bye. (laughs) So, wait. He has a, a proper retard story. Right. A proper retard story involving a Down Syndrome girl who watched a sex education video, which I've always found that to be very unnatural to show retard sex education videos. You're asking for it. You're like trolling retards by doing that. <laughs> okay. Enough of the truth. But I mean, are you more, is it worse to not let them know at all and just let them sort of wander in confusion? Because they have hormones. Let nature take its course. Let them figure it out on their own. Oh, my God. Along with reading, ask, writing, arithmetic, for, and tying your shoes. That's asking for <laughs> rape in the woods. Well, but, so I wonder what he, you know, he, he didn't finish the story. Did, did she finish him off? Did he wake up and say, no, what are you doing? Obviously not. <laughs> he woke up and was like, stay, pretend you're asleep till she's done, and then express outrage. What, what would you do in that situation? I think I just said what I would do. <laughs> you would just okay. So you would just pretend to be sleeping till the whole act was done, and then just till she leaves. No, no. Express outrage immediately when you're done, because you, you want to express outrage, right? Yeah, I guess you. You don't want to like, be the guy who uh, enjoys it too who thoroughly. Enjoys being whacked <laughs> off by, by Sandra. your retarded sister by Sandra. <laughs> Sandra is that is that her name? Yeah, it's a good retard name. This th- where where is this accent from? Because that was almost the perfect sick and wrong call. Yeah, but that was that was a different accent than the first caller. Did I say the first call was a perfect call? No, the first call was a guy who was asking us for advice. This guy was the guy who disproved the uh, you know pointing out that it was an urban myth, and then uh, shares his own retard story that won up the urban myth. No, I'm just pointing out that this is this guy. The last call is the perfect call. He introduces himself, he says hello, he gives us a little bit of a shit, and then he says his point, and then follows up with a counterpoint, and is done in, like, one minute. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's an exemplary sick and wrong drunk dial call. Wasn't one, there was not one word that I didn't understand? I don't even think that guy was drunk. No. I think well, he had it maybe scripted. That's the, maybe that's the <laughs> fatal flaw in the drunk dial line. Maybe people shouldn't be so drunk when they call. So I, I don't want to. No, do whatever you want. I think the moral of the story is when your retarded sister is whacking you off, let the act finish, but then express outrage. Well, that's what I would do, but I don't recommend I think that's what I don't recommend do. people follow my footsteps. Well, dude, why get blue balls? Yeah. You know, there's it no points. People. people call the Sick Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. We do always love to hear from you. As I mentioned before, Wackerly, we've got a couple emails here to the Sick and Wrong Podcast at hotmail.com address. Uh, the first of which comes from Colette um, from uh, Brownstown, Michigan. Brownstown. Brownstown. It's a real town in Michigan. Wow. Hello. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's like Brownstown, Michigan. You, see, you hear a name of a town like that. And here we are making fun of English towns. <laughs> yes, uh, people, go ahead. Make fun of the Yanks all you want. 
Hello, I'm a new listener and have been catching up on the old episodes. Anyway, I have one coworker listening with me, Joe. It's good to have a buddy. Use the buddy system. It's good to have a buddy system. That keeps you from becoming a serial killer because you can just discuss the items with each other and laugh. And laugh and laugh. Lance Wackerly, Internet Safety Inspector. Yes. Tip number 223. (laughs) Listen to Sick and Wrong with a Buddy. Uh, I have one coworker listening with me, Joe. So we talk about y'all and laugh at work. We work at the Dearborn Truck Plant in Michigan. Big shout out to the Dearborn Truck Plant. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's Automotive been, industry in the United States doing awesome. Doing great. Congratulations. You know? I, I'm just glad that it still exists. I am too. And it's still there. We build F-150 trucks, which can get very boring. Hot seller, though. That's one of their, that's one of their items that still makes money. Still makes money? Yeah. What about the Volt? Doesn't the Volt make money? That's GM. <laughs> uh, okay. And no, it doesn't. Anyway, our friend Cheryl finally downloaded an episode because we talk about it so much. And what the fuck, Wackerly? The first one she listens to is that piece of shit St. Patrick's Day one. <laughs> I told you somebody would be, that would be their first time. And they would either be like, this is the greatest thing ever. And they would go on to be disappointed. Or they would think it sucked and they would never listen to another episode again. Yeah. They, but you see, know- she had a buddy that said, it's not normally that shitty. You should listen when, like, D comes back. Well, she's kind of upset here because she said that she thought we were more fucked up than we really are. Anyway, I love your podcast. You make our nights at the hellhole a little bit better. By the way, Joe lives in West Bloomfield like the rabbi. Oh. I wonder if they're neighbors. Uh, Pretty cool. He was even at the same kids concert that you were at when you uh, went back home to take care of your dad in uh, September. Dear God, six degrees of separation. Yeah, I know. I mean, we could have ran into each other. Thank God I wasn't wearing my sick and wrong shirt, which I rarely ever do in public. (laughs) Those are bedtime clothes. Well, I don't want to lock a hair being ripped out as a keepsake. Anyway, how about a shout out to the Ford workers? Big shout out to uh, Dearborn Truck Plant. Over Ford there is doing Michigan. pretty good. They didn't take any of the bailout money, and their stock is like screaming up the charts. Have you ever owned a Ford? Uh, I had an F two fifty in high school, and I drove like a Ford Econoline van like earlier in high school. But personally, <laughs> those were both my parents' cars. But no, personally, no. My parents also had a Bronco full size. Yeah, a lot of Fords in my. Past. We had a Taurus when I was in high school. My car. mom had a Taurus. Yeah. She got hit by a dump truck. Like that was also speed, driven by Ford? And she had like no injuries. Fords are, are nice, solid, uh, safe cars. She says, my name is Colette, but I've been thinking of joining the forum and calling myself Ford Mom. I have worked for Ford for 21 years, and I have a three and a five-year-old. Or three and a five-year-old. Don't let them listen to the show. Yeah, you should keep them away from the show for at least another let them 18 remain years. <laughs> anyway, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Colette from Brownstown, Michigan. Thank you, Colette, for writing it for writing us here on uh, Sick and Wrong. I hope to one day take a trip to Browntown. <laughs> Brownstown. <laughs> oh, I actually Brownstown. took a, a trip to Brownstown right before the show. Oh. <laughs> All right. The second call here came from um, uh, I Can Cure Camel Toe, which is his f- forum name. He says, it's giving me the fucking shits that comment, the couple that plays together stays together. It's a load of fucking bullshit. I bought my wife toys. I diddled her heaps of time over the years we were married. And then I bought her more to diddle her with. While I was diddling her, she's telling me she doesn't want any other dick in her but mine. Then she tells me she wants to fuck a woman, so I get an expensive hotel room, take both of them out for a meal. 
Then I gave her an option to go to a swingers club to fulfill her fantasy, which she accepted, but it didn't happen. Wait, I just fucked that up. <laughs> then she tells me she wants to fuck a woman. So I got an expensive hotel room, took her out for a nice meal, then gave her the option to go to a swingers club to fulfill her fantasy, which she accepted, but never happened. Two months later, she wants to separate, which happens. Two days after I left, she's asking my children if it's okay to move her latest root into the house. Then I find out she has multiple partners for the last two years. And to top it off, she brought me home a special present called an STD. So fuck you, D. Stop speaking shit. I can cure camel toe. <laughs> well, now here's an angry man. Really? Yeah. I, he's about to strangle those kids with the internet cables. Right. He's going to take that mouse and just wrap it around their little necks. Right. Um, they better it's watch out. It's an aphorism, out. right? You know, it is. It's in an aphorism. It's a maxim. It's in general. You know, I mean. <laughs> Most couples that play together stay together, barring other shitty circumstances like a horrible pairing. Well, eggs or or if you marry a slut, you know, I yes. mean, it's like, it, I, I, you know, I'm, it sucks that that's happened to you, uh, right. uh, Mr. Cure for Camel Toe. Although, I mean, if you got away from this bitch, it sounds like it's for the best. Yeah, and I think you're going to be way better off. And uh, as your children uh, grow up, they're going to be like, wow, my mom is a total whore. We're going to live with you, sounds Dad. Sounds like it. I hope yeah. he doesn't have like a permanent STD. No, hopefully it was just like crabs or something. Or gonorrhea. Yeah, gonorrhea. What are the other ones you can get rid of? Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Syphilis? Syphilis you can get rid of, but I heard it's particularly nasty. (laughs) I don't know if I'd want that one. That's what got... And I'm not speaking from experience. (laughs) That's what got Al Capone, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Al Capone died from syphilis. That was before we had... And Christopher Columbus. Special drugs. Yeah. So so my comment here, the couple that plays together stays together, is just innocuous. All I'm saying that is, uh, you know, try to convince people to go buy sextoysandadvenue.com, our sponsor, okay? Yeah, we could change it to... I don't espouse that aphorism. No, we could just... If we really wanted to make it completely true and, and ultimately and concretely and unalterably true... The couple that buys shit from Adam and Eve using the coupon code DIDDLE gives us money. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily stays together. It doesn't Not necessarily off- has amazing orgasms, but they support sick and wrong. It doesn't roll off the tongue, but it's true. It, is it can't true. be argued. Uh, he writes here, if you buy 24 cans of beer, Foster's down here, it's called a slab. I guess that slab is Aussie for a case of beer. I like those slab cases. We used to be able to get those in Michigan, but they, now that's all like the yeah. But now it's all the thirty pack cubes. The cubes, yeah. What the slab like? was like just the, the rectangle, right? It was the twenty. It was two twelve packs melded together end on end. Okay, yeah. Now I remember the slab. That was all you used to know, and now you're like just remembering it. What? what how much have we forgot? I like. I like that the past term. is fucking lost. I to like us. that term slab though. It doesn't sound like so white trash. Like well, in, no, it's like you can make a wall with it. Yeah, but in England. They probably would never call it a slab. Too close to slag? Yeah, like they, they wouldn't refer to it as slab. But the, the, the fact that uh, Australians are essentially English rednecks, right. they can get away with calling it slab. Yeah. yeah. I, I understand exactly what he's talking about. It is a slab. It is, yeah. No, it's definitely a slab. It's like a tablet. So uh, there you go. I can cure camel toe. Sorry to hear about uh, your recent... Um, uh, marriage yeah it's good to know that you're over here. it and not bitter anymore but don't be bitter don't make a video <laughs> farewell with your kids and don't don't strangle your kids they'll love you later on in life uh, people can email sick and wrong at sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com 
Uh, finally here, if you haven't already joined the Sick and Wrong Forum, I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, the forum already has over 4,600 members. Uh, you can meet your... You can meet internet trolls from all walks of life, from all around the world. (laughs) And uh, you can be insulted in like several different languages. Yeah. I think my favorite thread recently was that thread that was uh, posted by Duramater that said, the ugliest famous person that you'd fuck. Yeah, was, that was a good thought experiment. It was, yeah, pretty interesting. I that. haven't even posted to it yet. I'm remiss. Yeah, I was, you know, I came up with some, but uh, Dermator said she'd fuck Bill Murray or Joan Cusack. Joan right. Cusack, do you even find her that ugly? No. I'd probably hit that. I would hit that. She's got some big hips. And I bet you Bill Murray but gets nice way better ass than both of us put together. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. He has tons of money. He has money. A crusher said that uh, she would have sex with Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> that is an ugly Mr. dude. Mr. Pink. But uh, at the same time, don't you think he's like, can you believe this? This girl, she's uh, posting on a forum. I, I'm, a, I'm a well-known actor. I've been in tons of movies. I've got my own show coming up, and she won't even fuck me? <laughs> she's, she's calling me ugly? She, she might have sex with me? Is that what you're talking about? I'm not going to fucking tip her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the most uh, curious post here was uh, TTC, who said that he'd have sex with the ginger from the 70s show. Mm. Do you think she's ugly? <laughs> no, she's one of the hottest girls. I used to beat off when I didn't have cable and like had no money. I would watch that 70s show and just beat off looking at her. Yeah, no, I think she's... I almost I, I almost think she's on par with Myla Kunis. I have... I think she's hotter than Myla Kunis. I wouldn't if Myla Kunis if I was beating off to the redheaded chick and Myla Kunis came on, I would be disappointed. But that's I the disagree. ugliest famous chick that TTC would fuck. Which makes me wonder what kind of Transylvanian ass he's getting over there in Transylvania because that's yeah. where he's from. I know, he must be getting. It must like, be amazing. No, seriously, he must be getting like fifteen point fives. Let's. Cancel the on the Ang- ten star scale. The United Kingdom vacation. Go to go to Transylvania. Yeah, Transvaal. It sounds like he's getting some hot chicks. I want to see what's going on. Over so, Wackerly, who's the ugliest chick that you'd have sex with? Famous chick. <laughs> ugliest famous chick. Okay, ugliest famous person that you'd have sex with. Mm. I have to point out this is my second choice because in the break we both tried to pick and we picked the same person, which is weird. But uh, and I'm not going to tell anybody who that is. They can guess. But I'm going to say Don Wiener. Wiener dog from Welcome to the Dollhouse? Not at that age when she was in Welcome to the Dollhouse, but in more Studio 54 age. I think the movie was just called 54. You remember when she was in Hostel 2? I didn't see murdered. Hostel 2. But yeah, no, she I was naked, to. butt naked. Really? Full yeah. frontal? It would have been boner town for you. Oh, I'm going to go back, download it, and beat off. Yeah, and like uh, the woman uh, kills her. A woman actually kills her with a scythe. She has a very unique look, and uh, it doesn't turn me off. It actually turns me on. Who's yours? Would you rape her? (laughs) I'm not raping anybody. (laughs) My sex drive does not permit, it does not encourage me to rape You totally missed my Welcome Dollhouse reference, rape you at 3 o'clock. Oh, right, sorry. So the woman, the the ugly famous person you alluded to before that we both picked was Sandra Bernhardt, who's too obvious. Sandra Bernhard. But at the same time, we both did think of her independently and said, like, who would you? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, but she's kind of an archetypal, ugly chick that everyone would be like, yeah, I'd fuck that chick. She's got a nice body. Right. Yeah, totally. She's kind of old now. Uh, You know who it would be? 
And, uh, you know, at first, think about it. At first, you're going to be like, oh, my God, what are you thinking? But then afterwards, you'd be like, all right, maybe. Maybe I would go there. <laughs> the chick from Precious. Gabby Sidibay? <laughs> yeah. You would not fuck her. I would fuck that chick just to say I did. See, that doesn't count. It does. I'm not saying I'm attracted. I'm just saying that's the ugliest famous chick I'd fuck. I mean, who? Dude, I could walk around saying, I fuck Precious. Beat that. <sighs> I think you're missing the point of the question. Dude, it's, it's not about bragging rights after. It's about like just like really being into it, yet at the same time being kind of ashamed. You're just, dude, I you're, you're, well, you're, you're throwing shame out the window and just being like the most proud I'd be. I mean, why don't you just say like, you know, the elephant man, like, fuck, why does he have to be a girl? I are you, the elephant are man. you comparing Gabrielle Sidibe to the elephant woman? She's horrifying. You know, at, she's morbidly that's obese. That's not only racist. It's also it's not an elephant woman. It's a man. And I would fuck him in the ass <laughs> before I'd fuck Gabby Sedebe. She's morbidly obese. Dude, she's a brilliant actress. I disagree with you completely. Let me just put it this way. When I'm fucking Don Wiener, I'm going to be like into that shit and treating her right. And you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be like holding your nose fucking Gabby. Dude, I would do all sorts of things to Gabby. Like I post would, about it on Facebook afterwards? I would give her another mongoloid child, that's for sure. <laughs> As if... Your cock even goes that deep <laughs> to hit her uterus. Dude, there's so down, many different folds. If you're running folds. down the back of her leg, like <laughs> a foot from her fucking cervix. So people, see see what the fun you're missing out with, with uh, not being on the Sick and Wrong forum. Go check it out, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Also, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and uh, leave us a snarky comment. We appreciate it. We want to get in that top 20. Um, we've yes. been vying for that space for a long time. Also, uh, we would never ask for a donation. We don't do that. We don't pander here on Sick and Wrong. But we do appreciate it when you buy a Sick and Wrong t-shirt from the Sick and Wrong store. It's kind of like you can be our walking billboard. We like that. Uh, we also have stickers available. So go to the Sick and Wrong store at sickandwrongpodcast.com. Uh, finally here, Wackley, the Sick and Wrong song of the week was sent in by Pig Boy Taro, who also submitted an article that uh, we actually didn't end up doing. Yes. Uh, Pig Boy Taro, you might remember, uh, makes all those amazing videos. Right, the Sick most incredible fan who's wasting his time with this show. <laughs> Such a cynic. Uh, Guars, Have You Seen Me is the That's song he song. sent in. Oh, yeah. He says, sophisticated musical ballad about disposing of infants and certainly a composition that many members of your listening clan already know and hold dear. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. So we're going to end the Sick and Wrong Podcast, episode 220, with Guar's Have You Seen Me, courtesy of Pigboy Taro. Uh, people out there, if uh, you do celebrate Zombie Jesus Day, happy Zombie Jesus Day to you. And if you celebrate uh, Passover, which should be really called Happy Angel of Death Day. Doesn't it celebrate like the plagues that came upon the Yeah, it, well, Passover is like the Jews were told to like wipe their doors with blood so the angel of death would pass over their houses <laughs> and smite the English firstborn. Yeah, it is so a better, uh, to better all you Jews out there, happy angel of death day. And for all you atheists, celebrate happy being a rational, intelligent individual who doesn't believe in bullshit superstitions day. What about the Wackerly Religion Day? I mean, take your robot vagina to work and... Just whack off relentlessly while everybody else is gone. 
I think most of our listeners actually subscribe to that religion. Yeah, every yeah. every day. Starting a cult. <laughs> People will be back next week with episode 221. Till then, take a sleep. Mommies, I've been stealing your babies. Gag ratting and maybe. I'll suck out his brain! Almost high. I go get one from the schoolyard. It bled like a stuck pig.
annoying English cunt again, just to say, Lance, you kind of look like you could be my nerdier older brother, and you guys should talk more, or D, talk more about thrash metal, because whenever I hear you name-checking a band, I think, yeah, they fucking will.